hello and welcome to the Proxima Weekly, your source of news and updates in the energy and infrastructure sectors globally. I'm your host, Maura Murphy, reporting to you from New York. Starting off today, we're going to do this in a bit of a reverse order than I normally do. So we'll start in Asia Pacific. In Sri Lanka, a $400 million agreement has been signed to build South Asia's largest commercial and logistics hub at Colombo Harbor. The project is a joint venture between China Merchant Ports Holdings, Sri Lanka Ports Authority, and Access Engineering, and would be operated as a public-private partnership with a concession period of 50 years. The project will require an investment of $126 million in addition to an upfront payment of $26 million. The complex will be directly linked with the airport via the Port Access Elevated Highway, and it will offer services such as a less-than-container load (LCL), multi-country consolidation, container freight station, general warehousing, and various other value-added services. Moving from Asia-Pacific and into Europe, starting in Albania, the IFC, EBRD, and Intesa Sao Paulo have agreed for financing Caravasta Solar to support the largest solar PV power plant in Albania. IFC is providing 41 million euro financing package, including an A loan of up to 29 million euro and a B1 loan of 12 million, which is part of a wider deal, including a loan of up to 58 million from the EBRD and Intesa Sao Paulo. Voltalia, a global utility scale renewable energy developer and service provider, has incorporated Caravasta Solar, which is a special purpose vehicle for the development, construction, and operation of Albania's first large-scale solar photovolic project. The funding will enable the development of a 140-megawatt power plant and a 19-kilometer overhead transmission line located in Fir Municipality, Western Albania. Once operational, the plant is expected to generate over 265 gigawatt hours of electricity annually with greenhouse gas emission reductions of around 96,500 tons of CO2 equivalent per year and supporting Albania's climate goals. The Caravasta project will adopt a novel hybrid commercialization strategy. It includes selling 50% of the power generation to state-owned utility at a fixed price and selling the other 50% at market prices, combined with a power price hedge to avoid price volatility. The PV plant will prioritize resilience by securing electricity supply in the face of erratic rainfall and mounting PVs onto higher piles to protect them from coastal flooding. Moving from Albania and into France, a final investment decision has been made by Ilion's Amer Diplechepour for the 2.4 billion euro Diplechepour offshore wind farm. Sumitopo Corporation, Ocean Winds, and Casa de Pau et Consignations, which are shareholders of Ilion's Amer Diplechepour, made a final investment decision which opens the way for the manufacturing and construction phase of the project. Of the total financing, JBIC has provided 1.1 billion euro loan, while the rest was provided by BPI France, La Banque Postale, MUFG, SMBC, Mizuho, Neruchikun, Societe Generale, Credit Agricole, Casa Parquene, de Provence Normandie, BPCE, Energetico, BNP Paribas, Standard Chartered, NatWest, Caxa Bank, Santander, DZ Bank, and Rabobank. Massive lender list there. 
Alliance de Mer Literpour is a special purpose company and it will build, own, and operate approximately 500 megawatts of offshore wind uh, located on the English Channel, 15.5 kilometers off the coast of northern France. France's RTE is responsible for the wind farm's connection uh, and will set up a double subsea connection to transfer the electricity generated at sea to the onshore grid. The installation of the jackets and the offshore substation built uh, in St. Nazaire will follow in 2025. DEME will be responsible for the transport and installations of the foundations, the substation, and the construction, transport, and installation of the interarray cables in 2026. The wind turbines produced by Siemens Gamesa in the La Havre faculty will be installed by Jean de Nul Group during that same year. The wind farm is expected to be commissioned by the second half of 2026 and will be selling electricity generated to the French electric utility company Electricité de France for a duration of 20 years. And lastly for Europe, We'll be moving from France and into Spain. Barcelona FC has closed on its S5 Barca Stadium financing. Details on the final deal are sketchy at best, but it is not the planned 1.5 billion euro US private placement expected earlier this year in March. The initially proposed three tranche bond issue was rated triple B plus by KBRA, but that rating was later revised to triple B after the transaction structure was amended in February. The amended deal, which KBRA felt introduced additional refinancing and interest rate risk, comprised a five-year, 200 million euro bank loan, which matured in 2028, and five separate tranches of senior notes. Rank one, set at 100 million euro, had a bullet maturity on the 30th of June of 2028. Tranches two, uh, set at 250 million and three, 350 million, were also bullet maturities maturing on the 30th of June in 2030 and the 30th of June 2032, respectively, and were to be issued in US dollars and then swapped back to their Euro equivalent. The 400 million tranche four notes were interest only until 2027, after which they fully amortized by the maturity date on the 30th of June, again, but in 2044. And the 200 million tranche five notes were interest only until 2044, fully amortizing by the maturity dates on the 30th of June in 2047. Barcelona FC has indicated that the final 1.45 billion euro deal led by JP Morgan Chase and Goldman Sachs is five tranches of different tenors, five, seven, nine, 20, and 24 years. Those tenors match the maturities of the amended deal rated by KBRA, so it is likely the final structure is either the same or very similar. That said, sources close to the deal previously indicated that because of rising US borrowing costs, the bond might be slimmed down to just under 1 billion euro and the bank debt underwritten by JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs upped to just over 500 million. Barcelona FC plans to hold a press conference in the coming days outlining details of the deal. Transparency is a sound idea given the club has recently been embroiled in the Nigeria scandal over bribes to the vice president of the football referees committee. 
and I actually have one more story in Europe. It's in Germany. German utility ENBW is looking to double its annual purchasing pledge to 6 billion cubic meters of liquefied natural gas from a terminal planned at the Elbe River of Port of Stade. A final investment decision for Stad's Hansetic Energy Hub is due in mid-2023. Managers say that the planned land-based hub could be ready from 2026 with a regasification capacity of 13.3 BCM per year. Stad, which in January received pledges by state-controlled CEFE to buy 4 BCM of LNG annually from 2027, therefore has now booked 80% of its production capacity. Schad is backed by Belgian Gas Transport Networks Group Fluxus, Swiss investment company Partners Group, German logistics group Bus, and chemical company Dow. Ahead of the land-based facility, German state-funded floating LNG terminals are expected at Schad before the end of 2023. It is one of six such vessels at four locations that will tide German industry and consumers over until fixed terminals are built. And lastly for today, I have two stories for you in the Americas. Generate Capital PBC has signed on debt facilities for its Generate Bloom Portfolio 2, a 29 megawatt alternating current portfolio comprising seven separate sub-portfolios located across California, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, and Massachusetts. All of the projects use commercially proven natural gas supplied solid oxide fuel cell technology produced by Bloom Energy Corporation. The SOFC assets use natural gas to produce electricity without combustion. Signed in late March, the debt facilities comprise an $80 million eight-year term loan and $7 million LC. MUFG was lead arranger with Bracewell as lender counsel. And lastly for today, Interjex Renewable Energy has closed a 49.5 million non-recourse construction financing with SMBC for the San Andres Battery Energy Storage Project in Chile. The 35 megawatt, 175 megawatt hour project is located on the site of Interjex's existing 50.6 megawatt San Andres solar facility in the Atacama Desert in northern Chile. It will dispatch the renewable energy produced by the solar facility and stored during the day to evening hours to benefit from peak prices and avoid daytime congestion. Work on-site commenced in February 2023 and is progressing well with the required permits in place. The project is scheduled to be commissioned in 2023. The total construction costs of the battery are estimated at $61.9 million and will be mainly financed with the $49.5 million two-year non-recourse bridge loan. The loan is expected to be repaid with the proceeds from a future long-term non-recourse financing after the facility reaches commercial operation. The remaining $12.4 million will be financed from Interjex's revolving credit facilities. The project will benefit from capacity payments, which represent an important component of the battery's overall revenue stream. In addition, the project will dispatch and sell the stored energy on the merchant market at times of greater demand. And that's all for this week. Upcoming in events, we have our U.S. Financing America's Infrastructure Exchange, which also features our Digital Infrastructure America's event. This is a two-in-one header event. Um, and if you are anywhere in the infrastructure space in the U.S., I highly recommend you'd come. We have a fantastic lineup, and you can see all of that and more at proximoinfra.com. Until next week.